It's the podcaster's guide to the conspiracy. Welcome to the Podcaster's Guide to the Conspiracy. I am Josh Edison in Auckland, New Zealand, and it's another filler episode for you this week. Unfortunately, Em was called away to some sort of administrative something or other, some meeting uh, this, uh, at short notice this evening, or this evening my time, such as the life of a busy academic, which means we can't record uh, this evening, and I believe Em is also going to be busy for the next couple of days, which means we're basically not going to be able to record a full episode this week. We'll have to put the regular episode back until next week. So a little bit of filler from me here. I thought what I might do is, you see, the episode we have planned is going to be going over an article that's a bit sort of... um, a bit, a bit sort of sovereign citizen-y Freeman on the landish about the history, sort of uh, history of treaties and rights and stuff, which is why sovereign citizen stuff. Um, <clears throat> but I, I, I could not help but noticing as I read through this article that there were a list of links to other articles on the site next to it, some of which really warrant having a bit of a look at as well. So I thought instead of, uh, I, I won't say anything about the article that we're going to be looking at in detail, because that's next the next proper episode, but I will just go through some of the articles linked uh, to from that one. Uh, so the website it's on is, is, a, is a fairly stereotypical conspiracy theory-ish sort of site. There's a lot of, um, a bit of new, obviously a bit of sovereign citizen stuff, but a new world order, a bit of a bit of sort of sort of I don't know true Christianity stuff like how the, the the church and the Pope is all corrupt but Christianity is still good and a real Christian doesn't believe in the church I don't know something like that uh, and a lot of alien stuff as well so um, I'm just looking at the sidebar on the page for the article that we're going to be looking at um, and there's the list of most popular articles I'm just gonna spend a little bit of time going through some of them just to see what we can see. And then that'll keep that'll tide you folks over until next week. So the first one that jumps out at me is top ten reasons aliens exist. Now the first thing to notice is that when I say top ten reasons aliens exist, the title is actually top ten brackets one zero close brackets reasons aliens exist. I'm not sure why they felt the need to um, to clarify that the word ten means ten. But anyway, so. The reasons aliens exist. Uh, the f- let's have a look at what they've got. First one is probability. So it's just the good old, there are there are hundreds and billions and billions and billions of stars with habitable planets, and so among them there must be billions similar enough to Earth to support life. So that's one. Next reason why aliens must exist is the Bible, because... Uh, in their words, chances are, if you're a believer in the Bible, you're going to have a hard time getting away from the fact that the Bible is a full and complete documentation of aliens. So in other words, angels, chariots of fire, all of that business, things going up into heaven. Uh, Next one, the pyramids and other landmarks. We claim to be the most advanced beings this world has ever seen, yet can't even replicate the pyramids in Egypt. Can't? or can't be bothered. I'm quite certain we could build a big stone pyramid if we wanted to. It's just a stupid bloody idea. 
this either means that we were super advanced thousands of years ago, which evolution doesn't agree with, or that something besides Earthly humans made them. I can't think of any other explanation for this. Can you? Yes. Uh, what else have we got? Old paintings, cave paintings. Um, so apparently there are cave paintings from thousands of years ago that appear to show aliens. Area 51 Roswell secret government projects uh, with basically a single sentence saying these things exist. Abduction stories. So they basically say, yes, abduction stories are basically all crap, but one or two of them must be true, so why don't you go investigate them and then and, and all you need all you need is to find one true story and there we go, we've got aliens. Crop circles. Uh, quoting again, obviously many of these are in fact fake and not at all completely authentic, as is everything in life. And again, according to science, all it takes is one of these to be real and the whole hypothesis of aliens not existing is rendered false. I mean that's not I, I, I don't think this argument that yes, they all appear to be bollocks, but if we found a real one, it would all it would prove it true. I don't I don't think that's as strong as they think it is. Um, next one, what are we up to? This must be number seven, seven number eight rather. Ex-government people, people who worked in the government, say they're aliens. Uh, next one, it is extremely logical. Let's. I, I'm a little bit afraid to continue reading, but let's see what what the, the the logic that they're employing to improve is. They say alien existence fits very tightly into the whole pic big picture of everything. Uh, bulleted list now. Number one, we were created in God's aliens image. I don't recall him uh, um, proving that God's aliens higher up. I don't think I skipped over a bit. Uh, we have animals that are lower levels of consciousness than us, i.e. dogs, lizards, snails, but we don't have anything higher? No, but, I mean, yeah. Uh, the biggest BSs, the government, tell us there's no such thing. So if the government says something's false, it must be true. And people educated in the field say they are real, while people who don't research say they're not. Well, I don't think that's true, but okay, there we are. And then the last one, the last one... The Vatican says it's okay to believe in aliens. Apparently the Vatican's chief astronomer said believing in aliens does not contradict faith in God. So, um, good. There we go. Aliens must be real. You, you read it here first. Uh, what's another good... There's another one. I don't... Can I be bothered reading another alien? Why do you believe in aliens, extraterrestrials? What evidence is there? I oh, know this was just a conversation starter for their forum. I was just saying, why, why do you people believe in aliens? Give me some answers. Um, what have we got? Okay, this one looks a bit sovereign citizen-ish. The United States isn't a country, it's a corporation. Um, so, okay, this one's a bit longer and a bit more detailed. In fact, it looks to be the length of the one that we're going to be devoting, devoting a whole episode to next, uh, next time we record. So I don't know if I'll go through all of this, and it's kind of stuff... If, you've, if you know anything about sovereign citizen stuff, it's, it's one of them. The country is a is a corporate constitution. Now, hang on, what's this? So, blah, 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 here's the country, here's, here's the t history of America, uh, civil war, Congress realized the country was, was bankrupt, the Act of 1871, what's the Act of 1871? Oh, the Act to provide a government for the District of Columbia. So that's the Act that set up the constitution, I think, was it? I don't know. In essence, this Act formed the corporate corporation known as the United States, all in capital letters, and then, which then says note the capitalization, because it's important. 
So then, so apparently, but because because the original Constitution did not capitalize the words "United States of America," but then a new version brought about by the Act of 1871 has the Constitution of the United States of America in all caps. That means it's not the same document because capitalization changes stuff. I don't know. Okay, so there's there's a lot of the America was was sneakily founded as a corporation, and so therefore it's all the usual illegitimate stuff. Sovereign citizen Freeman on the land business. Um, how to make contact with friendly extraterrestrials? No, let's let's get away from the alien stuff. What else have we got? Uh, we've got the high structure and hierarchy of the, the Illuminati. Let's see. Oh, uh -huh. it's a it's a good old fashioned diagram with lots of lots of shapes with words in them and a whole lot of arrows connecting them all. Um, in fact, that's all it is. It's the diagram with credits for how the uh, how the diagram was brought about. So the big ones we have the Order of the Illuminati. Uh, House of Rothschild, the Order, the Bilderbergs, the Group, the House of Rockefeller, the Council on Foreign Relations, United Nations, Royal Institute for International Affairs, and then sort of around the edges, you've got the Fabian Socialist Society, the Central Committee of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union, CIA, KGB, Conway, something interesting, National Student Association, okay, uh, London School of Economics, League of Just Men. I don't know about the League of Just Men. Is that just as an fair or just as an only? Curious now. I'm going to have to look that one up. But anyway, okay, so that's, that, that, that is a diagram which does not work in any way on a purely audio medium like a podcast. So let's skip ahead. What else have we got? Uh, an Idiot's Guide to the New World Order. That's, um, that's inviting a response that I choose not to give. It's also loading weirdly slowly. Come on. Is this meant to be some sort of satire on how an idiot's brain operates? Or has my internet connection just gone wonky all of a sudden? Oh, it's going to... A, it's, it's a whole different thing. Oh, okay. An idiot's guide to the New World Order. And this is a... Ve oh, gosh. This is, this is enormous. This is a whole new section of the site, I see. So it's huge. But it's very, very... Um, Fancy looking. It's uh, whereas the others have just been sort of text articles. This is a this is all all graphical, um, very very sort of infographic looking stuff. Um, but again, looks too long to go through quickly. Just ju just at the start, what is the New World Order? The New World Order, NWO, is this conspiracy to enslave humanity through a world government controlled by a select few. The goal is to essentially turn humans into robots, where they are unable to think for themselves and must depend upon the NWO for their sustenance. Um, it's interesting, it uses the same font that I'm sure the guy uses on the Oatmeal website. I don't know why that's significant. Uh, then it just has infographics on the usual one. World currency, one world religion, education, decline, elimination of property, destruction of family, elimination of self-defense, elimination of privacy, control over resources, police control... Blah, 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 blah. Who's behind it? Oh, okay. Now you're talking. Who's behind it? More infographics. We have secret societies. At the highest levels of the New World Order, nobody fully knows what the secret societies are and who's involved in them. One thing we do know is that the highest level members operate through the shadows and never make their identity known. So when you see people out in the public, you can be sure that they are most likely a pawn working for a higher power. We also have priesthoods, uh, the Vatican, 
And uh, if, and if you go back prior to the Vatican, you'll find that the ancient world was organized and ruled through various sun orders possessing occult knowledge and, of course, royalty. Oh, gosh, there's a time. There's an interactive timeline. You can click on it. Starts starts back in 4000 BC with the Anunnaki. I'm sure we've talked about before. Goes through the Phoenicians and the Canaanites. Let's go ahead a little bit. Egypt, yes, of course. Roman Empire. Europe and the Dark Ages, what was going on there? Black Nobility and Hanseatic League. The Kings and Queens of Ancient Bloodlines, known as the Black Nobility. I, I don't even know what that is. Uh, okay, in Britain, now it's, now, it's, now it's not particularly interesting at all. First Britain rises to prominence, then America rises to prominence. In the present day, we have the Trinity of Control, the Vatican, Britain, and America. Apparently the main players behind the New World Order. How about that? Uh, oh, there's another diagram. Okay, now this this, this goes this 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 goes. Gosh, this one is even much more detailed than the article that we're going to be looking at. So maybe I should save that one for another time because there's a hell of a lot going on there. So, uh, what's what what else looks good here in the most popular ones? Jesus is not my personal Lord and Savior, says the truncated headline. What's the full headline? Oh, Jesus is not my personal Lord and Savior. I am my own Savior. Um, and I think it's important to point out that the graphic for the link to this episode has a picture of Emperor Palpatine from Star Wars with an equals sign next to a picture of uh, Pope uh, Benedict. Well, it wasn't it? Pope Benedict. The, 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 the German Pope who looked like Palpatine from Star Wars. So I guess that's why they put him there instead of, um, instead of old, old Frankie. Uh, okay, so this is... doesn't actually look very interesting, I have to say, unless you're interested in a bit of, bit of eschatology. Basically, what I was kind of saying before, the organised religion is bad, but religion is good. Yeah, there's a lot going on there, and most of the terminology means nothing to me. Um... What else have we got? Was Thomas Jefferson a Christian? I don't care. The communist communist ta takeover of America predicted in the Congressional Record 1963. You are about to read a list of 45 goals that found their way down the halls of our great capital back in 1963. As you read this 39 years later, I see this was published in 2010, you should be shocked by the events that have played themselves out. I first ran across this list three years ago, but was unable to attain a copy, and it has bothered me ever since. Recently, Jeff Renz posted it on his site, and I'd like to thank him for doing so. So, so where did this come from? Current communist goals. So, so this is a paper from 1963 that was apparently uh, remarks in the Florida, uh, Florida in the House of, of, of a Senator from Florida in the House of Representatives, or is that a congressman from Florida? I don't know which of the House of Representatives is. Is that Congress or Senate? It's all, it's all wacky over there. Uh, whatever. So, so this was apparently something that was that was that was tabled or whatever you call it when you bring something up in 1963. Um, I include in the record under unanimous consent the following current communist goals, which this woman that the, the, the particular senator had been talking to identifies as an excerpt from a book called The Naked Communist. So it's an excerpt from a 
book. So it doesn't sound as though it's actually uh, come from any official document from inside communist Russia or what have you, but... But apparently, okay, there's 45 apparent goals of communism. I'm not going to go through the lot of them. Let's get the edited highlights. Starts with, one, U.S. acceptance of coexistence as the only alternative to atomic war. Two, U.S. willingness to capitulate in preference to engaging in atomic war. Develop the illusion that total disarmament by the United States would be a demonstration of moral strength. Good luck with that. Uh, free trade. Well, that's doesn't sound bad. Oh, until you get it... Permit free trade between all nations, regardless of communist affiliation, and regardless of whether or not items could be used for war. Mm. Um, grant recognition of Red China and admit them to the UN. Uh, Soviet, they keep talking about Soviet satellites, by which, which I think they mean satellite states, not satellites in space. Uh, resist, any outlaw to, uh, resist any attempt to outlaw the Communist Party Step 13, do away with all loyalty oaths I mean, that sounds fair enough uh, Get control of the schools Use them as transmission belts For socialism and current communist propaganda Soften the curriculum Get control of teachers' associations Put the party line in textbooks um, gain control of key positions in radio, TV, and motion pictures. Sure. Break down cultural standards. This is this is the uh, we're at point twenty-five by now. Break down cultural standards of morality by promoting pornography and obscenity in books, magazines, motion pictures, radio, and TV. Right on. Present homosexuality, degeneracy, and promiscuity as quote normal, natural, and healthy. 1963, if you'll recall. Uh, discredit the American founding fathers, present them as selfish aristocrats who had no concern for the common man. Why? That's unthinkable, surely. Um, eliminate the House Committee on Un-American Activities. Yes. Discredit and eventually dismantle the FBI. Infiltrate and gain contr more con control of more unions. Infiltrate and gain control of big business. Points 36 and 37 there. 40. Discredit the family as an institution. Encourage promiscuity and easy to for divorce. Not promiscuity. Number 45. Internationalize the Panama Canal. Okay. And uh, 45. Repeal the Connolly Reservation. I don't know why that is. So the United States cannot prevent the World Court from seizing jurisdiction over nations and individuals alike. So, okay, that's what those that's what those wacky communists were up to back then, apparently, if we believe this, which I... Not really sure that we should. Okay, what's another one in this list? There's also an Idiot's Guide to the Federal Reserve, which I'm going to assume is just as long as the um, New World Order one, so I won't look at that. Uh, we have an old, souls, an old Souls Guide to Life, the Universe, and Everything. Uh, oh God, it starts with... Oh, this, is, this is excerpts from Chapter 1, excerpts from Chapter 2, so I'm assuming this is... This is bits from this guy's book or something. Uh, and I, I don't have any idea what this is going on about. Um, 
It starts, For eons, the vast entity had tried to contemplate its own nature and discover its limits, but without success. It had reached the end of its resourcefulness. A castaway on a desert island can talk to himself or herself only for so long before imagining a companion, as Tom Hanks' character in the movie Castaway created the Wilson character based on a volleyball. So the vast entity created quadzillions of companions with its infinite consciousness and imagined them interacting with each other and with it, their creator. But it wasn't enough. It wanted to explore its own nature using its creations as mirrors, but imaginary characters in its vast mind could not give it the external objective point of view that mirrors do. For further aeons, the vast consciousness pondered the problem and realized that it needed to somehow liberate its imagined characters to give them an identity within its mind that allowed them to act without at first giving them the thought to do so. Okay, so, so that we're talking about about how God created stuff, I guess. Uh, skip on down to the excerpt from chapter 2, which is called Life on the Soul Plane. That was a movie, wasn't it? Soul Plane? Was it that? I'm sure it was something with Snoop Dogg, and it was, I don't know, anyway. Which I, which I assume even that was a play on Soul Train, but... This is something else. The, the, the soul plane, the plane of souls. A common human misperception is that the soul plane is a holding pattern for souls who are between Earth lives. Even some well-known mediums claim that some souls on crossing over are immediately boomeranged back into a body. This myth points to an Earth-centered myopia that says Earth lives are what it's all about. Nothing could be further from the truth. An Earth life is just a little safari, a break from life on the soul plane. If you are on the crew of Star Trek's Enterprise, busy with your shipboard duties, you may make occasional forays to a planet service to do data, to gather data or do research, but such forays are not your primary purpose. These brief missions are akin to a soul making periodic trips to Earth for the same purpose, gathering data and doing research. We think of life on Earth as normal, and life on the soul plane is abnormal. WRONG! All capitals. Life on the soul plane is normal. Down here on Earth is an aberration, a horrible distortion of who we really are. Okay, so we're all soul. This is getting a little bit Scientology. Final, it says final word, but I, it, it goes on for a hell of a lot longer. I see, it must be final word for this chapter. As you work and play in this hologram we call reality, it's vital to remember the three W's. One, who you really are, a vast spiritual being squeezing into a tiny biosuit. Two, what the game is really about, the creator learning everything about itself and growing in the process. And three, why you're really here, as a creator probe who begins its existence in the highest dimensions and projects down through them to explore on behalf of the creator. Okay, right, so... Uh, but, okay, so, so we're, all spirit, we're all soul beings that are just... Stuck, sent here on Earth briefly to to so that so that the the God can know itself or the Creator can know itself. Then we get into the God myth. Okay, so now we're starting to talk about I think more, in more familiar ground. I think about how organized religion is all nonsense and in this case is distracting us from our existence as soul beings. But this is a very this is the longest of of all the articles I've read so far. I think so. That's I, I'm assuming it's most of a book here. So we'll, we'll actually, yep, no, I think it's time. There's one, one that I've been saving to the end, but I think, I think I'm about done with this for now. The last one I want to look at is one called Top 100 Conspiracy Theories of All Time. Wow, there really are a hundred of them. Okay, right, well, again, I'm not going to go through... Gosh, maybe I should save this one. Maybe I should save this one for a real episode so we can go through the whole lot of them. But, um, okay, let me, let me just quickly rapid-fire scroll down and see what I can see. In fact, the first, uh, starting at 100 and going up to 1, just skipping ahead. 
It looks like, yeah, so the ones at the bottom are all the big ones. Number one is New World Order. Uh, number three, 9-11 was a false flag. Number four, Illuminati rule the world. Okay, so that the, the, the frankly least least interesting ones seem to be the, the top ones. Whereas at the number 100, so the first entry, the bottom entry on the top 100 conspiracy theories are that Adolf Hitler faked his death. Jolly good. Uh... Number 99 is that there's a mystery man at the signing of the Declaration of Independence. Apparently, okay, this is only a couple of paragraphs, so it's not really worth devoting much time to in a real episode, so I'll just go through it now. So apparently, in July 4th, uh, 4th of July, 1776, many of the founders of America were debating whether or not to sign the Declaration of Independence, blah, 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 blah. Suddenly a voice rang from the balcony with the closing words, God has given America to be free. With that, the American patriots rushed over and one by one signed their names on the Declaration of Independence. Afterwards, they went to go express their gratitude towards the speaker, but he was not there. To this day, nobody knows how he entered the locked and guarded room or who he was. Indeed, 98 is the Montauk Project. We've talked about that. Number 97 is the citizenship of Barack Obama. Boring. Um, let's go a bit more. Uh, Moses was Akhenaten. Oh, okay. This is. I, I know. I know what. I know what that means. Akhenaten was a um, Egyptian pharaoh who was. I, I'm sure he must have come up in the podcast before. He's the one, the one, the one pharaoh who I know a bit about because when I did ancient Egypt back at university, um, I took it in the year when they would the the, the paper was on Akhenaten. Was he thirteenth dynasty, twenty? No, I can't remember. Whatever one he was. The point is, Akhenaten was was when um, Egypt went a bit weird. For the, for the duration of his his rule, his reign. He completely changed the state religion to a monotheistic religion, worshipping the Aten, the disc of the sun. Uh, the, the arts, he moved, moved to the capital of Egypt. The um, style of Egyptian art was completely different. Um, and then when he died, uh, he's the father of Tutankhamun, who was actually... Uh, a bit of a a bit of a nobody as far as pharaohs go. He didn't really do anything interesting, but his just his was the fancy tomb that people found in the modern era. So that's why everybody knows his name. But after Akhenaten died, everyone was like, "That guy was a bit weird." Anyway, back to normal and changed everything back to the way it was before he started. But because he brought in a monotheistic sun worshipping religion, people like to say that he was actually uh, an important figure in monotheistic religions, including this one, where people claim that he was actually, that Moses was actually Akhenaten, um, which doesn't really make any sense. I don't know a huge amount about the Old Testament, but I'm pretty sure Moses was opposed to the Pharaoh of the time rather than being the Pharaoh of the time. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, this one says there's atmosphere on the moon. Oh, an atmosphere on the back side of the, of the dark side of the moon that we can't see. Huh. Uh, what else have we got? What's something good? Oh, good old John Titor, the time traveller dude. We've talked about him. Watergate, only, only 87. That's a bit boring. Cell phones. Number 85 in the top 100 conspiracy theories is cell phones. Um, which is just... Yeah, they're bad for you, and also the government uses them to monitor us. Uh, 
82. See, cell phones are only 85. 82 is the face on Mars. Come on. Um, what else have we got? Uh, conspiracy theories about America having been discovered before Columbus. I assume when you, mean, when you say discovered, you mean discovered by white people, or rather by, by not the people who were already there when Columbus was there. Okay, so this is the good old... There was the Phoenicians. The Phoenicians were in America first. Um, what have we got? A bit of Hollow Earth. Oh, okay, here we go. At number 74 on their top 100 conspiracy theories, President Eisenhower Treaty with Aliens. In 1954, President Eisenhower is said to have been involved in meetings with extraterrestrials. Uh, because apparently astronomers made contact with the race of aliens in 1953... And uh, so in 1954, a meeting was set up with Eisenhower and Grey Aliens. A deal was reached, which is called the Granada Treaty, which stated that we would keep the presence of Greys on Earth secret and they would exchange with us advanced technology. Okay, what's something else good? Number 72 is just democracy. Um... I don't... Well, okay, so, so they're, they're saying the conspiracy theory there is that the real rulers hide behind the democratically elected front men. So essentially they're saying we do still have kings and queens, but they, they hide behind democracy so we can't see them. Um, Hitler burns down the Reichstag, always a classic. Knights Templar, Nibiru. Come on, give me something good. Hollywood's influence. That's not interesting. There is a trend in, in Hollywood to promote quote-unquote filth or things that generally deemed as not healthy for society, such as pornography, violence, drugs, and so forth. Many people claim that these things are promoted greatly in movies and that we slowly shift towards the acceptance of them. A lot of movies are also said to have hidden stories that are contained within that most people skim over. You have the external story that the majority of people pick up, but then you also have the internal story that really goes much deeper that few people are able to synthesize. Some great examples of this are Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Eyes Wide Shut, and The Shining, to name a few. I have further questions. They do not give any further information. Uh, number 59, Jesus never existed. Okay. Uh, blah, 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 Atlantis, yeah, whatever, Bigfoot, sure, Denver Airport, always a classic. Um, number 49 is that AIDS was created in a lab. Okay. Number 47 is feminism. Feminism is a conspiracy created to break down the family unit. The family has always been at the heart of a prosperous civilization, and a primary way to break down and control civilization is to break down the family. By promoting women as being unequal to men, the state is able to gain the allegiance of women to promote more government control. By putting women to work, the government is able to tax half more people, and they are also like what? Okay, I'm not. The man has been replaced with the government through feminism. Have I? Have, have we? Have I? I've been replaced by the government. The government replaced me through feminism. Now, rather than having men and women's lives, now rather than having men and women's lives, we have the government. That none of that follows. No, no sentence in that follows from the sentence before it. I don't know. Number forty-six. Income tax is not a law. Yeah, try, just try that. You try, try bringing that one on. Uh, MK Ultra. Blah 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 blah. I guess as we get closer and closer to the top of the um, top of the list we get into more, much more traditional series. Although, 
Number 36 is that the Jesuits are tied to the Illuminati. Have to see what M thinks about that. Uh, FEMA camps, chemtrails. Yeah, that's, that's fair enough. I might have even expected that to be a little bit higher than uh, number 31. Princess Diana was murdered by the British royal family. Again, I'm, I would have thought that one would be a bit lower. Fluoride in the water. Good old fluoride. RFID chips, which ties into Mark of the Beast business. Vaccinations are number 25. Um, is there anything else any good? Three World Wars planned years in advance. It is said the first two World Wars, this is number 20 by the way, were planned years in advance by secret societies and that the third and final World War is on the way. Uh, so apparently the First World War was created by British and German Illuminati agents to weaken the Tsars in Russia and bring in communism to destroy the other governments and weaken religion. The Second World War was brought about to take advantage of the differences between the fascists and the political Zionists. Nazism was to be destroyed in order to implement a sovereign state of Israel and Palestine. The Third World War, here's the good bit, if necessary, is to take advantage of the differences between the new state of Israel and the leaders of the Islamic world. The result of this war will bring about the destruction of Christianity and atheism and will lead the destruction of Christianity and atheism and will leave people left looking for a new religion which will be the pure doctrine of Lucifer. Okay. Uh, okay, boring, boring, boring. Mainstream media propaganda, boring. Freemasonry gets in there at number 12. Good on you, Masons. Uh, but, but still, you are beaten out by number 11, which is alternative energy slash Tesla suppression. Blah, blah. Organized religion comes in at number 9. Again, that seems to be a theme of this site. Organized religion is a bad thing, even though religion might not necessarily be a bad thing itself. Reptilians rule the world is number 8. According to researchers such as David Icke and Alex Collier, these beings are able to shapeshift into different forms such as human, blah, 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 blah. Uh, hang on. JFK assassination at number seven. I swear there was a JFK thing earlier down. Oh, no, sorry. That was an Abraham Lincoln thing that I skipped over before. Aliens, Illuminati, 9-11 was a false flag, blah, 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 all the way up to, as I said, number one, New World Order. Um... I, I, I was hoping for more, to be honest. There are a couple of interesting things there, but um, most of it was just just same old, same old. So I think that's enough. Uh, again, I'm not going to tell you the name of the site because then you'll go and... Well, actually, you probably won't go and look at it because you've got better things to do, but you might go and look at it and you might find the article that we're going to talk about next week and that might spoil the surprise for you. So I'll stop talking now. Um, I think that's that's more than enough for a, a filler episode to tide you over. So, yep, again, all going well. We should have a regular episode for you next week in which we will talk about the stuff that we had planned to talk about this week, but circumstances conspired against us. Um, so, as usual... Um, Thank you for listening. Thank you to our patrons for being patrons, although we're not going to reward you with a bonus episode this week because this is essentially the bonus episode. Um, and really, there's nothing more for it. So fingers crossed we're back to normal next week. But um, until then, goodbye. <laughs>